Hey there, cats and kittens. Welcome to Bold Nights Out, the premier podcast about things to do in and around Pittsburgh. Get the scoop on where to eat, drink, and get seen. Stay tuned. Hey, cats and kittens. We're back. It's another edition of Bold Nights Out. We are here for you to find out what the flip to do this weekend. Um, so Amanda here. Steve's here as well, as always. I am borderline hot mess today, so you guys will have to excuse me. Uh-oh. Not hungover hot mess, but just hot mess. Amanda's I'm too very tired. busy at work. Lots going on. I'm just tired. She's, she's crushing lots of hours right now. And I'm tired. With new fun big adventures coming. And I'm tired. I'm and not sleeping tired. well at night. Somebody keeps leaving the infomercials on. I don't know who that is. I yelled the cat. Yeah, okay, whatever. I yelled the cat. Quit leaving infomercials on overnight. Hey, by the way, can I have my drink? Oh, yeah. Your drink tonight. Okay. So we're gonna kick it off where we always do. Cause well, how was your week? We have a little time to go. We don't have much to talk about today. Uh, my week was kind of good. Any uh, adventures? Any adventures? Yeah. Where Nothing. You, where are you leading into? Nothing, really. I just was trying to kill some time. Uh, you know, I, I took the tea a lot. I was downtown a lot. Um, got to see the eclipse. Because uh, I was at work. And, um... One of the people at work, uh, people I took care of, waited on, they had the uh, proper eclipse glasses. And, yeah, I... And, they're like, and we're like, hey, can we check those out? He's like, yeah, go ahead. So, I mean, he kept running in and out of the, the dining area to go outside and keep check on the eclipse. And he's like, yeah, go ahead. So, I mean, look through the glasses, through the proper eyewear. It was pretty cool to see. I tried to get a picture on my phone, like put my camera against the lens and held it up and tried to get a picture. And you failed, didn't you? All I got was like a bright ball and fuzz. Um, now, other friends of mine that were in other states and cities where the eclipse was completely full okay, um, had some really great pictures. Um of the eclipse itself, as well as what it looked like around. Now, for me, I got outside a little bit. You, unfortunately, were stuck indoors. I wasn't stuck indoors. I just, this was my level of, of enthusiasm. Ooh. Yeah, so. I had YouTube going on the NASA channel the entire time. It was like in a, it was in picture by picture, like in, on my computer. Like I was able to just sit there and watch the videos while it did work. So, I mean, I watched it. It wasn't kind of like, everybody asked at like 2.30, like I had a couple, I had one coworker offer me his glasses. I had another one that offered me his pinhole camera. Okay. Um, and he's like, do you want to go look? And I was like, no, I think I'm good. I just really. Well, I can tell you the. My lack of enthusiasm this week is killing well, everybody around me. Well, just because I was working where I was outdoors half the time. Your hair looks amazing right now. Oh my God, um, right now. I want to cut but, it all off. But we, you just did. Uh, but anyway, uh, I went outside, I was outdoors half the day anyway, working in the patio and whatnot, and the guy had the glasses and looked at it. I saw it 
when it was just starting at about 10 after 1 or so. Uh -huh. And I saw it about 20 after 1, and then they had to get back to work. Um, so I looked through the glasses real quick before they left, and it was at the fullest it was in Pittsburgh at 80%. And outside, without the glasses, like looking outside, it kind of looked like it was just like a typical overcast day in Pittsburgh. You could tell there was like bright light shining around, and there was like the buildings were reflective, some of the signs were reflective. But it was kind of over. It just looked like a overcast day in Pittsburgh. It did get a little dimmer, but I saw pictures of friends of mine that were on that line where the clips came through. I guess Portland, Colorado, Denver, Nashville, and South Carolina. And I saw friends of mine pictures of South Carolina, and it and they said, yeah, it's like you know. 2 o'clock in the afternoon or 2.30 in the afternoon and it's completely dark here with just like a, 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 a bright haze in the sky. And some of the pictures look really cool. I kept making ignorant jokes all day. Like, um... Like, somebody seriously asked me what happens during an eclipse and I said, you know, dogs and cats living this together, mass hysteria, the blood, the seas boiled... Dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. It's a line from Ghostbusters. Yes. From when the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man came. So I always think of the eclipse, and, and I work with a lot of young people, and they were not getting the Little Shop of Horrors reference of, I really hope nobody has a Venus flytrap right now. Huh. Uh, and they looked at me like, why would having a Venus flytrap right now mean anything? I'm like, don't feed it blood. And they're like, huh? I'm like, that's right. You guys were born five years after that movie came out with Rick Moranis and Steve Martin. And I forget the young lady's name that was the lead female role in that. But, yeah, a lot of people weren't getting that reference of the Venus flytrap. So, on that aspect... I'm Not gonna... too many, well. Well, you're right. It's kind of one of those little cult movies. Um, How about the baseball games this weekend? Were baseball games fantastic. were awesome. You know, Buckos, uh, let's see, they played the cards for four. They they played, they split the series two and two. But what's most awesome is that Sunday game up at Williamsport at the second oldest minor league ballpark in baseball. Uh, I watched the sports science thing that ESPN had to do, that ESPN did to show what they had to do to get that ballpark ready for the major league qualifications. They put a lot of work in that, and MLB footed the bill for the whole thing. MLB footed the bill for all the players and media's transportation and everything else like that. Um, but the players to hang out with all the little league kids up in Williamsport and also the little league kids getting to hang out with the major league players. And a lot of them you saw in their interviews when they asked them, they says, you know, the Pirates or the Cardinals weren't aren't our favorite teams, but to hang out and talk to these guys and get – some insight on what it's like to be a major leaguer. I and mean, these kids are 12. And if you watch a Little League World Series like I do, it's awesome. These kids are 12 years older. Ridiculous. They're way better at 12 than I was at, like, 16, <laughs> you know, and 17 when I played. And I played from Instructional League all the way through high school and uh, and so forth a little bit afterwards as well in little different leagues. But um, I went – I've never went as far – in baseball is, you know, I wanted to, <laughs> I wanted to be playing in PNC Park, but you know what? 
Hashtag life. Hashtag life. Hashtag stupid decisions. Um, so. But now you get the home first home Steeler preseason game this weekend too. Oh God. You know, there were more um, people outside the stadium than there was inside the I know. The you came down to meet me down in North Shore. It's fucking annoying. You came down to meet me down in like North Shore. It was like, not even half my, time. I was at my buddy's boat and hanging out and having a beer, and you're like, I'm here. I'm picking you up. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I'll be up in a minute. And you're like, there's too many people out there. What's going on? I'm like, it's a preseason game. You know what? Well, I knew the preseason game was going on, but nobody was actually in right, the right, fucking right. Well, stadium. Well, 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 you know what? They there's, were all outside. Well, there's the people that were outside the stadium. They're just hanging out, boat partying and whatnot. Yeah. There's people just hanging out well, around the, the North Shore. Really cool. And then, then you also had the people that went into the preseason game and left after the first quarter. Yeah, that I didn't get. But here's the thing: we could have had like a dozen free tickets to that game. I oh, turned I down tickets. Scalpers like here, just take them. I'm like, no, I'm. I'm cool hanging out my buddy's boat, watching him on his satellite dish right now, um, <laughs> having a free beer where I wasn't paying ten bucks a beer, and I was outside. It was awesome. Uh, but no, we'll let's see. Do you want to move into that? We have some business to talk about. We've got lots of important stuff coming up with Bold. We do. So let's move into. Well, do you want to talk about that, or do you want to move into our usual well, stuff? What we I'm have drinking. Like six more minutes to kill. Well, what I'm drinking, I can kill six minutes with this. Oh, I was going to tell them exciting news that's happening with Bold. Oh, well, go tell exciting news with Bold. We'll talk about what I'm drinking here in a minute. What do you care? You're still just sitting over there drinking. It's good. Ugh, in your opinion. Okay, so, guys, we have lots going on. And I want to tell you guys as my audience, because you don't always migrate over to the blog, and you don't always know everything that's going on, in our business. So, if you head over to the blog this week, you'll see we have a couple new pieces. Um, one of which is called She Won't Be Denied. This is a social media movement by Listen Lucy about women empowerment and um, basically what makes them happy. It's not like you're women going out there and ruling the world, but it's more like what makes you feel powerful as a woman so head over there check that out i'm not a woman so i can't tell you what makes me feel powerful oh well we all know what makes you feel powerful it's in between your legs no (laughs) i'm irish i'm screwed um also on the blog this week we had um i wish i had like my thing open we had some talk about the um, Second City is coming back again. Which is a funny-ass show. So fucking hilarious. I loved that show last year. I, unfortunately, only got there for the second half because I was working and I got out of work at, like, the show started at 8. I mm-hmm. think I got out of work at, like, 8.30 and I met you for intermission. I got to see the second half of it. Which was hysterical for the second half. And I missed the first half, so I missed some of the inside jokes. But it was still amazing. Um, so that show is actually... Is that Pittsburgh Public Theater again this year? It is Pittsburgh Public Theater. August 25th and 26th. There's only three shows. So for those of you that don't know or forget or whatnot, Pittsburgh Public Theater is at the O'Reilly Theater on Penn mm-hmm. Avenue. Oh, so that's this weekend. So if you can get some tickets, go. Do we have tickets to that? No. Why? Because it's a limited edition. 
Oh. But the 43rd season will also be coming out. We have the announcements for the 43rd season of Pittsburgh Public Theater. We'll have that later on this week. Um, also on the blog this week, if you're looking for some fun art, we still have up the pieces about stars of the silver screen at the Andy Warhol Museum. And art of facts uncovering Pittsburgh stories from the illustrators. Nice. So, to bring you some more news, um, we are going to be starting two new podcasts in September. We are. So, we want to bring this to you guys. First news, um, there will be two new podcasts that will be joining Bold Nights Out underneath um, Bold Pittsburgh Media umbrella. One will be a sports show. With Steve here and Matt. Yes, my buddy Matt's going to join me on this. And um, we're going to talk all things Pittsburgh sports. Well, um, I think you're also going to throw in some things like golf and stuff, too. Yeah, we're going to... You guys are so well-rounded in your sports. I right. don't see you just pick, sticking to those three. Right, we're not going to stick... Or uh, We're not going to stick to... We'll stick to all sports focusing on Pittsburgh sports. <laughs> Um, and depending on Matt's views, I'm not sure completely of Matt's views on like the local high school sports scene. I know what my views are on the local high school sports scene, so you'll have to tune in to find out those. Um, so we might get in there a little bit. Yep. And, uh, we'll have more news after the, after Labor Day on when these are debuting and some more of the logistics, but you'll be able to find them the same place you find here, Stitcher, iTunes, Spreaker, Sorgatron Media, River, uh, they will not be on River's Edge yet, but they will be on Sorgatron Media, iTunes, Stitcher, all of those. So you'll still be able to hear them everywhere you download here. We will also be doing a live good morning show. So this is going to start out one day a week to see how it goes. And it will be Sunday mornings. It will be recorded at Sorgatron Media Studios in Beachview. And it will be Sunday mornings. So if you have something that you want us to talk about live on the air, um, you want to bring us donuts, you want to do any of those types of things, you can... Get in contact with us and be on the show. So this is going to be something really cool. And this think, is this um, is an all Pittsburgh. ladies. It is all ladies. So it is all think ladies. of Pittsburgh's edition of Hoda and Kathy. There will be some mimosas, maybe some donuts. Like there will be some fun talk um, from the ladies. So it's going to start off as one morning a week. We're going to try to expand it to three mornings a week. Um, and or more, just to see how it goes. Um, it's something new and interesting. I have nothing to do with that. That is you and your I know. Girls. I really just wanted something more to do. Um, yeah, let's add more Also, if you guys are interested in podcasting, blogging, social media at all, this blog got started at PodCamp. It did. A few years ago. Thanks to a wonderful class called Visualizing Your Business and a wonderful friend of mine, Justin Kanaki. Um, this was born. But we have PodCamp coming up. PodCamp 12. I've only been involved with PodCamp since I think 9. Yeah. 
that I when you met me when you and I got back together. So we're so. about like thirty days. We're like thirty-five days away from it. So you're gonna hear a lot more. But I wanted to give you guys a little heads up to head to the Facebook page or Twitter for PodCamp Pittsburgh and follow it because all the details will be coming out this week. And we just decided on something new and amazing today for this year that I think everybody's really going to enjoy. So if you've ever wanted to start a podcast or you already have a podcast and you want to learn maybe analytics, social media, you want to learn blogging, you want... uh, and, or even if you're stuck on how to make a Squarespace site, you're going to learn it this weekend. So head over to PodCamp Pittsburgh and like that Facebook page now. Follow it on Twitter and Instagram and get ready to learn um, all of the things. And it's a free conference, so that is huge. And that's at Point Park University? It is at Point Park University. So you get to go downtown, spend the weekend Learning all of the things new media. And don't forget to stop into some of the restaurants and bars and stuff that we've told you about. We always do. Check that out. There will be a pre-party and an after-party, and there's usually a whole bunch of nights out and lunches out. It's a huge time to collaborate, show off your business, show off your blog and your podcast. There's a great chance... For you to sponsor, there's a great chance for you to help out. There'll be all these things too coming up. So, and you'll also we'll, most, we'll be talking more about. And you'll it. also most likely meet Amanda and I, as well as some other me definitely as well as some other um, famous podcasters uh, and social media wizards and bloggers and bloggers mm-hmm. uh, in the city. Yeah, um, I know the one year. Um, was it Kurt Wooten and yeah, oh yeah, Chris, Chris, dad Chris Presco came and gave our um, gave our um, our keynote. Right, I know one year Mayor Peduto before he was mayor. Yes, uh, was there uh, uh, even after he was mayor? The first year he, he was, was mayor? mayor, he showed up at the after party. Right. Um, also, uh, not like drink of the mayor. The, um. Also, uh, Jagoff, our good friend Jagoff, he always shows up at least for one of the two days. He does. Um, also, a lot of the other blogs in and around the city show up. So. And there's a lot of out-of-towners that come in that are just involved. There are a few. Yeah. Yeah. So it's definitely worth it if you feel like you have nothing to do for that weekend. And you're like, hey, I always want to start a podcast. Or, hey... I have something to say. I could write a blog. You know, I never thought I'd say I, I'd want to start a podcast. You bit the, you got the bug. I got the bug. Start doing this with you and and as your co-host. I'm like, hey, I want to do this. So, I got which was hilarious because I sat down last week to finally sit down with producers to discuss your show, and literally, like, I said he could, he got the bug, and they all looked at me and said they were sorry, and I was like. I'd rather him have this bug than something else. So yeah, I'm not, I'm not doing okay stupid things. All right, so. now that you learned all what's coming up with Bold, and there'll be more coming up. We have a ton more pieces coming up by the end of the month. Um, please, uh, what are you drinking? We should get on to normally scheduled programming. Now. Right, normally scheduled programming. What is Steve drinking today? I am drinking a brew from a little bit out east in PA from Victory Brewing out in Downingtown, Pennsylvania. We're drinking a Should I Drink That Favorite tonight. This is a 
SIDT favorite from our friend Doug Durda uh, over there. He also Darling is, Father Spoon, we're having your favorite tonight. Darling Father Spoon, we are having your favorite, as well as check out Doug Durda at Yin's Love BBQ. I could really go for some barbecue tonight. Um, right? Especially with this beer, because this beer is the Victory Golden Monkey. It's a Belgian-style triple with some added spice to it. You're going to go ahead and look at this beer, and it's going to be a bold and sensual golden ale. Closed with uh, goodness, imported malts, Belgian yeast, of course, to make it the Belgian triple. Quite herbal uh, with some fruity notes. This is going to be a 9.5% ABV. and It is quite delicious. And as Doug always says, you know, I can drink a lot of beer out there, but when I have a Golden Monkey or two, and I have three, it's just something with the Belgian yeast does something weird to me, and I get a little fuzzy and all warm inside. And this is my first Golden Monkey this evening, not ever, this evening. I go ahead and give it that smell, and you do get those nice herbal notes on there. You get a little sweetness off the smell. Mmm. Nice taste. And you get that sweetness. You do get the 9.5 ABV in the in the taste. And then you do get that nice Belgian yeast. And, and if you haven't had Belgian brews, especially Belgian triples, you probably don't understand. But it's got this nice little funk flavor to it. Um, and the herbal notes kind of remind you a lot of like, uh, 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 to me, they remind me of like some Greek cooking. With the, with the herbs and so forth in there. Quite tasty and delicious. Uh, it's warmed up a little bit since I poured it in the glass, but it's also 85 degrees out. Mm. Another sip again. Yeah. It's definitely not a pool beer. It's definitely not a porch beer. Well, it's a porch beer if you're chilling and relaxing. It's not a, I just cut the grass and I need a beer beer. It's, it's a pour it. Sip it, enjoy it. Definitely don't chug it um, because it will sneak up on you. And Doug can attest to that. <laughs> so I can attest to it. You I can think attest I, to it. I think there was one night where I had a couple of them, and it was like an hour later. I was like, "Woo, whoa!" Well, whoa, also whoa. Amanda over here really liked the sour monkey. Was where they took the golden monkey and sour. Oh, that was really good. She really did like the sour monkey. It was quaffable, but far from transcendent for me, for the Sour Monkey, um, but yet still delicious in its own right. So, I'm not drinking anything tonight. I'm, I'm having drinking water. water. Uh, smart water, nonetheless. I have a new slogan, by the way. The only thing that I need to get through life is two Advil, a smart water, and about five yoga poses. And you know what? And that works for you. It really does. But then I also sound like privileged when I say shit right. like that, you know, or, you know. or, or millennial or something, or right. whatever classification you want to say I am. I just said, basically, I'm extremely simple. I'm also, it's fall. It's coming up on fall, so. Shush your mouth, it's not. Leggings and pumpkin spice. Oh I'm basically God. basic. Basic white girl. Jesus I'm basically Christ. basic. So, two Advil, a smart water, and about five yoga poses. And, and a I pumpkin spice latte. And a pumpkin spice latte. Jesus I feel better. Christ. Do you, know what makes, do, you know what <laughs> make, do you know what makes me tick in the morning? A cigarette, a Mountain Dew, my time on the John, and a shower, and I come out and can run a mile. I know, I know, I know. 
Anyways, I do want to talk about something I did have this week because this wine. Oh, yeah. You, I cannot get over this wine. Like, literally, I was driving home tonight and I'm like, can I spare another $10? And again, we know how That's how badly I want that wine. This wine. Marketing works for Amanda. Oh, yeah. So let me tell the story. So the other night, I'm watching. I think two weeks ago, you talked about this. I was like scrolling through Instagram and all of a sudden, this like sponsored ad comes on Instagram and it's like this charred wine barrel or this charred whiskey barrel and then there's like this wine being poured into a glass and like then it was like shaved chocolate being sprinkled and like all this other stuff and I'm like this looks amazing like what is this I want it and here was a, a, a wine by Dark Horse. And I was like, oh, I've had Dark Horse before. It's an everyday drinking wine. It's something that we grab just like, shit, we want a glass like, of wine or it's two. $10 it's $10 for a bottle. Okay, this and they one have was like, special. Well, uh, it's so it, it, they're typically like $10. And they have like a red blend and a Malbec. And they have all the standard ones. But it's not like wine that you go, oh, my God, like, when I treat myself, it's a Donna Paula and up. This is like a, oh my God, I'm going to grab that and take it home tonight because I just, it needs to do its job. Anyways, so this is called the Double Down Red Blend by Dark Horse. I literally went to the guy in like the wine and spirits store and I'm like, I, and I pulled up my Instagram and I'm like, I need this wine. And he started laughing, and he's like, I guess advertising works. And I was like, yeah. I was like, I really, really want this wine. So we went over and we found it. And again, it was a $10 bottle. And, oh, they have a rosé, a limited edition rosé. Uh, now, look, like, look at this. See, this is what... This is what gets a man in trouble. And I like Dark Horse. I like it more than I like Cupcake, and I like it more than I like Menage and Trois. I like which are it my more than like like, I like it more Menage and Trois. Um, what's that other silver, the Sterling? No, Apothic. Apothic. Apothic? And what's the Sterling one, though? Because that one's like $14 a bottle. Sterling Cab. Sterling Cab. So there's like five or six wines that I always go to. If I'm not sharing with you, I'm okay with doing cupcake. If I'm sharing with you, I try to stay away from that. Because it's because way too it's sweet. really, really sweet. So, anyways. But this wine was absolutely amazing. It did not taste like a $10 it everyday wine. It did not taste wine. like a $10 wine. It was actually full-bodied, full of flavor. Uh, you did get the charredness from the whiskey barrel. You did get the vanilla notes to it. Uh, something tells me they put vanilla beans in with the wine while it was in a whiskey barrel I to get that much vanilla in there. Don't know. I, I taste a lot of wine. And I get vanilla notes, but that was a little more than vanilla notes. But it was still very good for what it is. It, you know, it's a ten dollar bottle. I think you actually got it for eight. Uh, was it on sale? You said it was like seven ninety nine. Something for like in, that. It was like seven ninety nine. I ended up buying another bottle introductory, of something else. In, introductory price of hey, check this new wine out. Let's throw it out for eight bucks. See what happens. It's also a limited edition, so if you can't find it, that's why. But I literally went to Castle Shannon's Wine and Spirit Store, and they had like six bottles. Yeah. Castle Shannon's Wine and Spirit Store in Mount Lebanon Boulevard and Mount Lebanon Shops, but it's in Castle Shannon. Fucking lines over here, crazy. So, uh, again, I that's my recommendation: a nice wine, a nice red wine. So, where to eat this week? So, we are 
eagerly anticipating the opening of Or the Whale. Yes. I have a tentative date of a press night, so I'm holding tight to that for our Instagram. And we don't want to release that date in case something happens. And we will be Instagramming, so make sure you follow us on Instagram. But they announced today, or the other day, on their um, Facebook, they are now serving brunch every day from 8 to 2. So, if you've already been down to District Hotel, you know that it's still a little bit underneath construction, but they opened their coffee shop dry bar. They did. Evangeline this week, last week. Um, this looks amazing. Coffee shop in the morning, bar at night, and they actually have like a smoked bar list. Did they like, open up the oyster stuff. section of that? And at night, there is an oyster bar. Well, in the morning, during coffee and espresso lattes, that type of bar. There is a array of pastries now, along this now, bar. Now, do you have to be staying there? No. I can, can go in and You can just walk in and buy a latte and a croissant and sit down and eat and drink. I'm totally down for that. So, and then at night, it flips over into a bar, and they have this amazing, like, smoked drink list where they actually light all the drinks on fire, and then it's an oyster bar at night. Light the drinks on fire or smoke them or do the appropriate. Right. So this is already open. So if you have a chance to head down and see it, like, it, it's amazing. The food pictures coming out of it. I'm going to have a chance to go down and see it next week for drinks. And I'm really excited about that um, to go to Evangeline for some drinks. Um, I can't wait to see the restaurant food and restaurant part but they've announced brunch so i'm telling you go and have brunch downtown and eight to two every day the only other place that i know is doing breakfast every day downtown right now is the commoner right so this is huge because well, i will tell you the commoner sells out of their pancakes well so. it helps that they are also in district hotel so it does help that they're having in being in a hotel you, you're gonna have a brunch crowd and hopefully when you're out at a hotel, you wake up later. I mean, unless you're in on business, you have meetings and stuff. But when you're visiting, you wake up later, you have a little brunch. Right. You do. You go about your day. And, like, right. you and I plan vacations are like, shit, um, what do you want to do today? I don't know. Let's go to the beach and see what happens. Are you hungry yet? Sure. Let's go get something to eat. Um, mm -hmm. Hey, are you thirsty? Yeah, sure. Let's go get a cocktail. Like, there's no plan. So, uh, I really hope that this works out for them because I got to tour the restaurant uh, before it, while it was still in construction. It was still in, literal know, it was still in, it was still in studs. They didn't if even you, have some drywall. Off. If you looked at some of the pictures that we posted and we wrote a blog piece about, Amanda wrote the blog piece. I didn't piece. write a blog piece yet. Oh, I'm eagerly awaiting the menu and we posted some we're going to do a gigantic we posted piece. some stuff about we're waiting anticipation and you know what? I got to tour it. That grill that they have for the restaurant, and I asked the executive chef, and uh, I believe he's, I don't know if he's sole owner, but he's part ownership. <clears throat> he said, this is the Ferrari of grills. We asked, well, how much does the grill cost? He says, you don't want to know. He says, and I really don't want to tell you because my business partners are here right now, and they haven't seen the invoice yet. <laughs> So, I can't wait to have something that's 
cooked on that damn thing. Yeah, I really can't wait for this restaurant to open. And we're eager. I mean, it's... That whole area is now pushing outward. So, I mean, that's Boulevard of the Allies. That's almost uptown. Nah, that's well, you Grand got Street. about three more blocks until uptown. Well, it's 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 a block so, from Grand Street. Yeah. So yeah. But you, nothing is on the outer realm yet. Nothing is on. I mean, you got Penn and you got Liberties all getting developed, and then you got like that corridor where the Commoner and the Omni is, and where Union Standard is, and the Alcoa building is now fixed up, and then you got this like it's rolling slowly towards the um, Boulevard of the Allies being redone. Well, and, of course, Art Institute now sits empty. So yeah. we'll see what happens to that well, building. Because years but, ago, it was only Froggies that was on the right. other side of Boulevard of the Allies on Market Street was right. Froggies. That was the only thing ever over there. Right. Now there's Genoa Pizza and they have a little bar, but there's nothing no. between and Boulevard of the Allies and the was, river. There was that one restaurant that was ne that was like next to Point Park, that hundred acres or whatever it was yeah, called, but it didn't wood, like hundred wood. It didn't make it. So I'm excited to see this because it's now pushing that limit to connect um, Station Square to downtown because you don't right. have anything in that interim and right that, there. And that Smithville Street corridor back in the day was what Jimmy's and Lantern Lounge. Yeah. And the place across the street. Then Jimmy's became 110 Lounge, and that's gone. And mm -hmm. Lantern Lounge closed a year ago. And I didn't even know it closed a year ago. I was downtown one day. I'm like, oh, let me just pop into Lantern Lounge. It's the last, like, dive bar in Pittsburgh. Closed. Yep. I'm like, when did this close? Like, oh, like three months ago. I'm like, fuck, really? Like, whatevs. So where to drink right now, too, is I'm going to recommend Evangeline. I'm also going to recommend... Um, Start heading to some breweries right now. Oh my god, they're starting have started. to change the season. They are the change of the season. So, let me tell you that I have seen four of our breweries in this area, and I can't tell you them off the top of my head, um, that are doing peach beers right now because the peaches are super ripe. Yes, there's also some peach <laughs> cider going on. So, if you're oh, a cider fan, yes, there's a I, I know for a fact, uh, let me pull it up. Now Real you're going to stumble on it. I'm going to stumble. You talk because I know Arsenal does one. Plus, not to mention that in a few weeks we have Penn Brewery's Oktoberfest coming up. And that's two weekends strong. So, get your beer bottles ready for that one. Because where else can you buy a beer in a quarter, in a what, a quarter gallon, half gallon? Half gallon jug. Half gallon half jug gallon of beer. Jug. Here we go. Orville's Cabin, Peaches from the I don't even know where that is. Where is Orville's Cabin? I'll just click on it. I also saw an amazing other winery today up near, um, oh God, up north. It's about two hours north of here. So, um, Erie? Uh, no, before Erie. Um... Hold on, let me let me look it up because let me tell you, this is like the day destination to go to because it was actually really cool. Okay, so it's called Lago Winery. Okay, it is in Jamestown, Pennsylvania. It is two hours north of Penn, of Pittsburgh, but it's on the Ohio border. So you're actually going like towards you're going to the left off of. Uh, 79, 
like not, but you're above 180. So you're almost to Cleveland, but not exactly. No, Jamestown's up by New York, east of Erie. So this is actually on here. Let me show you exactly, because you're going to be like, no, wait, that's not. Hold on. So it is actually, uh, you wish, because it's over from Meadville. You're nowhere near it. So it's actually right there on the you reservoir. Jamestown. That's actually what it's called. So East Lake Road by Walnut Creek. It's Jamestown Camping Area, Plymouth State Park. So it's actually up on Plymouth Lake um, in the reservoir. And it is this really adorable winery that they basically have three parts to it. So there's the winery part. And then there's another part where you can go kayaking. You can rent kayaks. And then there's another part that's a farmer's market. So you can literally do all these things, like, right at this winery. And the picture, I'm going to show him the picture because you got to hear his reaction. Dude, that's sick. So they have, like, an outdoor patio area. They have, like, all these places to eat. Oh, and they have a food menu, too. And events, like music and all this other stuff. And they have, like, a gift shop. But I thought it was really cool because they also have a spot to go ahead and rent kayaks right there. Orville's Cabins in Ohio. Oh, so you're way far away. But, no, there's still a lot of peach beers. There's pear beers coming out right now. Um... So, yeah, I mean, now is the time to just head to a brewery because they're doing some amazing things. And it's starting to get chilly out, so that means no, it's, it's not. stout season. Well, stout and season. Maybe I'm just trying to hurry up to fall at this point because I'm like, well, fall summer, is one of my favorite summer seasons. sucked, so my, I'm ready to move on Fall is one fall. of my favorite seasons. It is mine, too. I could sit out on the porch in, like, a hoodie and <laughs> leggings and, like, drink pumpkin coffee all day We long. just need to move the Carolinas or San Diego to Pretty where much. it's like 70 degrees year-round with cool Pretty nights. Pretty much. Pretty much. All right. What do you have in front of you? Because you keep bugging. So, yeah, you I keep, keep looking at it. So it's, if you follow some fun pages online, oh, this is God. the bitchy We're going to move on to like the events here right, soon. Right, we will. I don't but, even know what the fuck you're... I don't even know why you want to talk about McDonald's no, well, on the Well, air. because, no, here's what's funny. Is McDonald's put on their drive through window... For the eclipse day, it said on Monday, August twenty-first, we will stop taking orders between the time of one seventeen p.m. through one twenty p.m. to allow our employees to enjoy the once-of-a-lifetime uh, spectacle of the total solar eclipse. We will resume Uber business normal business hours at one twenty-one p.m. Thank you for understanding. And this comes from the bitchy waiters page, and he's funny to follow, but. He says, I think this is awesome, but I bet some customers were really upset that they had to wait a few minutes to get their Big Mac. I love business that remembers their employees are also people, too. So, yes, it's McDonald's. Yes, it's corporate. But it's just awesome that this particular McDonald's, it doesn't say where it was, uh, had that available for their staff. That's all I just wanted to say. Because me as a restaurant worker, I have a life, too. So we're going to go ahead and take a break right now, and we're going to come back and go ahead and go with some events. I don't even know if you'll take week. a break. We only have 20 minutes left. 
Oh, really? We're just going to go straight through? Well, yeah, because at this point, like, ah, uh, yeah. So, all right, here we go. We're going to quickly go through events so we can get to the he said, she said. Um, totally so, forgot that we had that. <laughs> yeah, we kind of went overboard today. I said we were going to run out of time, and now we have too much time. All right. Rosé all day. Press Promenade release party is this weekend at Wiggle Whiskey. Um, get your tickets online at wigglewhiskey.org. Also, if you have the money, um, here's the thing. If you have the money, Seven Springs is having its wine festival this weekend. Um, two nights there, plus tickets to the wine festival all three days were like a couple hundred so if you have the extra money by all means go ahead how about a free event we have the rooftop shindig is this weekend at with andy warhol is this week tickets start at 25 dollars for the seven springs wine festival yeah and then the overnight lodging packages are 200 to 300 right, right. but the tickets for the festival itself are 25 bucks they start at and then of course you're gonna have your um, if you do the whole lodging and everything else like that and stay up there, uh, all these are for the most part looking at the vineyards. I cannot, I believe they are all PA wineries. Um, yeah, Allegheny Sours Wine, Antler Ridge. Okay, Ooh, I don't want to go mountain. through this because we're running out of time. But yeah. the Seven Springs Wine Festival is this weekend. Um, also the rooftop shindig, PGH Rewind, get your tickets for this, this sounds like so much fun, um, it does benefit the Pittsburgh Cultural Trust, but it is a big party that highlights the, um, 70s, 80s, 90s, and today, so you can dress up in some bell bottoms and do some big hair, and the DJs are going to be playing some funky music. So, get your tickets to that. You can do that at culturaltrust.org. And get your tickets now for the next Spork Made because it's charcuterie. Charcuterie is awesome. Um, so, we're really looking forward to this. Stay tuned to our Instagram meat for that night. Cured meat and cheese. I'm down. I can't wait. Yeah, I know. I'm super excited about it, And too. wine pairings. Um, it is the last Tuesday of the month. If you have been following anything that Spork has been doing the last few months, you know that these nights have been sold out. They have gone smashingly. Um, they're delicious. They, uh, the food is beautiful and amazing. Chef has been really awesome. We've gone out there now a few times for these events. And also, I just went out to have dinner the one night. It was absolutely stupendous and amazing. Um, I couldn't ask for a better night. Um, the GM of Spork is Sean Enright, and he wrote recently a book called um, Pittsburgh Drinks, which is about the history of libations in Pittsburgh, so check that out. And he also is having a talk at the Carnegie Library soon. Well, no, no, it's the Carnegie Library series. It's going to be yeah. at Wiggle Barrel House. So that's something to keep an eye out for, too. Yeah, so it's going to be at the Wiggle Barrel House from the Carnegie Library series. Uh, I'm not sure the date and time on that. We'll post something about that on our blog yeah. here uh, on the Facebook and the Twitter. All right. So if you have an event you want us to cover or anything you want us to mention on the air, please DM us, at us, 
just tell us on Facebook or Twitter. Call or Amanda. When she sees your random number pop up on her phone, she'll be like, well, Bold I don't know this. Well, Pittsburgh actually has a phone number, so. Um, anyways. We do? We do. We just haven't started taking call-ins. Is it, is, it, is it the one that pops up on the TV when I'm watching it that says, this person is calling, and it doesn't ring because we don't have a phone connected to it? What? I never knew that happened. Oh, yeah, it does. I, like, writing no. called. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. That's not a, that's not Bold's phone number. Okay, well, you're not home during the day to see that, because we have the Comcast uh, Xfinity, and, you know, it tells us who's calling on a TV, but we don't have a phone hooked up to that line, so. But, anywho. Well, we are, um... We are at the point where we usually take a break and tell you to usher the kids out of the room and tell the boss to take a hike and, like, put on your headphones because it's not safe for work. But we're not taking breaks today. Um, for one, we're cutting it close in time, and for two, we the commercials kinda... are really outdated that we've been playing, so I'm not really into playing them right now. And we also kind of rambled a lot tonight. We did. But we rambled good things. It's okay. So now it's time for... He said... She said... And once again, if you have a topic that you would like us to talk about, please, by all means, write in, tell us, shout at us, whatever. Let us know. Because honestly, I'm sick and tired of starting an argument when I come up with a topic. Like, hey babe, how about this? And she's like, really? Fucker? And I'm like, eh. So, know. yeah. I... <sighs> Your he said. Go right ahead. My he said. His and hers household duties. Here's how I feel how it goes. All the duties are yours while I make most of the money. And then you still don't do it, so I do it anyways. And where I come to this and say, you know what? Honestly, Amanda should never cut grass. I'll take care of the yard work. Amanda's cut the grass. As I laughed at you while you're like, let me cut the grass. And then you, you did about laugh at and me. you did about two strips and you were like fuck it I'm done is really what happened I I I I, I didn't laugh I kind of chuckled while you're like this lawnmower sucks and then you did about two strips and you're like fine you do it honestly yard work unless it's like flowers and dainty stuff I don't do flowers and dainty I do like cut and weedy. You know, if it's if it's there and I'm told not to cut it, I won't cut it. If it's there and I'm told and I'm not told not to cut it, I cut it. Also, dishes, dishes are both, both duties. You know, honestly, I mean, any more in this day and age, there really isn't a his and hers duty. I still believe. I that, think it's whoever's home more should be doing. Right, the whoever's duty. home more should be doing the duties. Honestly. When it comes to grass... You're home more. I'm not home more all the time. That is so not true. I'm home in the daytime and I work at night. You work in the day and you're home at night. You know? So, honestly... None of these statements are true. Grass work, yard work should be the guy. There's no reason you need to be out cutting grass. What about patching, like, holes in walls and, like... Patching holes in walls? Whoever has the most talent... I needed your height the other day to change a light bulb, and I still did it on my own because you didn't do it. Because I wasn't home. That light bulb's been out for, like, six months. And there's two light bulbs in that fixture, and the ones still work perfectly fine. 
I was okay with it. I could still shave my face. Yes, it was a light bulb in the bathroom. You think you could still shave your face? I know, I miss Scruffy a... Scruffy looking uh, nerf further. Uh-huh, uh, who used my razor? <laughs> who used my razor a week That's ago? That's another discussion of oh, who cares gosh. about who uses the razor. You know what, as a guy, my razor's mine. As soon as you're like, babe, thanks, uh, my razor's broke, I used yours. I'm like, son of a bitch, I can't shave again with that blade because it fucking... It's male hair is coarser than women's no, hair. No, women's hair is coarser than male hair. Your leg hair is coarser than my face hair. I don't know about that. It is. All right, that's another discussion. For that's another time. you know what? Next week, mark it down. We're talking razors. But anyway, household duties. Really, you're in a relationship. You live together. Share the household duties. Nobody likes to clean the bathroom. Nobody likes to clean the kitchen. Just do it when you can. Do it when it needs to be done. Um, honestly, though, for me, yard work, let me take care of that. Sweeping the floor, this, that, the other thing. Yeah, I slack on it. I do. I know I do. Dishes. My thing is, is like, yeah, I cook a lot. So... Yeah, do the fucking dishes. <gasps> <laughs> Whatever. But honestly, we both eat, we drink, we have a good time, and the dishes don't get done that night. They sit for a day. So Which honestly, drives me literally insane. It drives you insane, and it doesn't bother me too bad as long as they're at least cleaned off and rinsed off. But really, it's like, I, I'll get to them. You know, but I don't incessantly go after it. So, honestly, where we're coming down to is share the household chores. Do what you gotta do. But when it comes to, like, the hard, heavy stuff, yard work, um, painting, mm -hmm. uh, any roof work, stuff like I'd that. I'd love to see you do roof work. That'd be hilarious. I've done roof work in the past. I know how to do it. I know how to drywall a wall. I know how to patch a wall. Well, then I wish you would. I know. We have a wall that needs to be patched that, you know, I just need the proper tools. Anyways. So, my she said. Alright, where are we at here? So, we're both a product of divorce. We are. We're in that classification. If you want to be specific about it. And now all the... Friend, well, we're at the very good age where most of our friends are already married or else they're not going to get married. Or they're already divorced. Or they're already divorced and they're like, fuck that shit, I ain't going back. But I have a lot of younger friends, too, who are getting married and I'm like, what would be the marriage advice you'd give them? And, and don't make it, don't run the other way. Don't do it, run the other way. So what would be the marriage advice you would give them? Now being a product of divorce and in a second serious relationship uh, and being in a serious relationship after your divorce. Um, be open about where the money needs to go. Because I don't know the exact stat, but it's some crazy high number that percentages of divorce 
are caused over money issues. Now, why I'm saying that is my ex-wife was like, oh, it's okay. We got it. Oh, we got it. No worries. We'll take care. I got it. We'll take care of this. Thanks for giving me money. I, I uh, gave her money. Pay this. Pay that. But hey, but didn't necessarily limit me or tell me, hey, you can't go to like five Steeler games away, not even at home, away. Or you can't go to the bar four nights a week and spend $30. She's like, oh, yeah, we're, we're good, we're good, you know. And then come to find out later, there's like two, three credit cards maxed out. And it's like everything you make in the next three days needs to come in to pay the mortgage. Otherwise, we're going to lose everything. Like, what? Just be open and honest about build yourself a budget, figure out what each of you bring in, and go from there. Oh, so I'm not the bad person for doing that to you. No, you're not. You're actually a good person for doing that for me, <laughs> because also, hey, I'm only at a bar once a week, and maybe... And I'm with you, usually. And you're with me. And when I'm at a bar once a week without you, it's because I stopped to have two beers after golf, either by myself or with a friend of mine, and then come home. Uh, you know, and when and you're, there's also nights that when I'm with you, we look at the bartender and say, "We only have fifty dollars. Don't let us go over it." And that includes your tip. There, she's very smart and says, comes over and says, "Your tab's at thirty-five. What do you want to do?" And we're like, and she knows we told her we have fifty bucks, and she knows we tip well, so we're like, uh. Pour him one or pour me one. Here's 50 bucks. Keep it. You know? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, just. And I basically have a little checklist that's on the fridge of what the monthly bills are. She does. And every single time she we, does. we pay one, I check it off. So it's then is the running goal of like, hey, here's 100 bucks. Pay that bill. Okay, check done and then it moves on like i'm very much so like okay this is what we have coming in this week See, this is what i have coming in let's pay these bills and then extra let's do this we either have to pay an extra bill or we have to fix the car or we can have a night out or something like that see the worst part is though is i work in the service industry so my money fluctuates which extremely badly pisses you off incessantly oh it ha i hate it i hate it more than anything you know what? i have one day where i'll make five hundred dollars and I'll have another day where I'll make... 50 bucks. 50 to 60 bucks. And it sucks. And, and, and it pisses so, her off incessantly. So, so, so we have to plan for So the moral of the story is, is to tip your bartenders and your servers Correct. very well. I Please. Made, I, this weekend it pissed me off that I served $70 worth of beer to people and they tipped me $5. Like, that money just doesn't go to me. That goes to the person who brought you drinks... It goes to the person who made your food that you ate, those six hot dogs you ate for free. They don't cook themselves, but yet I made no tips. Right. We tip people out on top of our sales. Right. But anyway, but no, in all seriousness, depending on the jobs you have and what you do, if you have a 9 to 5 Monday through Friday or Tuesday through Saturday, whatever your schedule may be, if you are a 
salaried person, hourly person, you know how much you're bringing home every day of the week, every paycheck. You know that you're coming into this with, I'm bringing home a thousand bucks a week. Your partner's bringing home a thousand bucks a week. Boom. You know what you can and can't afford. You, you, you know, again, if you have jobs like Amanda and I do, where she has a regular nine to five and a and a and a part time gig servant and bartending, and I have a full time gig servant and bartending. You know, honestly, for me, I've had weeks where I brought home, like I said, a thousand bucks in a day. I've brought home fifty mm-hmm. bucks, anyway, or less. That's another. Be moral. honest. Be honest and open with your partner. Especially when it comes to the money situation, because money is the root of all evil. Money will ruin relationships. Doesn't matter if you're married or not. Is that the only advice you give? Like, not don't cheat, don't lie, don't steal, don't. Those are like the Ten Commandments. Oh, okay. Like the Ten Commandments is a different thing, and we're not religious. Mine is always don't go to bed angry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't go to bed angry. That's a good thing. I try not to go to bed mad at you or fighting with you still. And it is the shittiest thing because you still are either really stubborn that you're just like, fine, I'll fucking sleep on the couch. And I'm like, that's not the way this is supposed to go. And that's like the truth. Like, you're not supposed to go to bed angry. You're supposed to, like, talk it out and come to some type of understanding if not an understanding, how many times have we gone to bed mad at one another and we woke up in the middle of the night cuddling and then it, it not seemed so bad in the end? Or woke up in the morning... Having sex. Connected. Having sex. Connected. Having sex. Yeah. Have like, we had sex in our sleep? Yes. Yes. Have we woken up midway through that? Yes. yes. Has it been the most hilarious thing we laughed about for 25 minutes? Yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> have we been fighting the night before and that happened? Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> um, so I try to make sure that you go to bed with me. And you're a stubborn mule sometimes about that. I am because, you know what, here's the thing. You work days majority of the time. And this isn't even about you staying up late. This is the fact that you're just mad at me and you just want me to go away. No. Yes, it is. No, it's not. You work late. You work early most of the time. I work late most of the time. So when I'm getting home, you're either A, had your nap, came and picked me up, or I got home and... You're like, I'm going to bed. I'm like, I just got home from work. I'm going to sit down here and watch like TV and have a beer or two. And you're like, but I want to go to bed. I'm like, then go to bed. And you're like, but I need you to cuddle with me. I'm like, babe, go to bed. I'll be there in an hour or two. And you're like, but I need you there for me to go to sleep. I'm like, I'll be there in an hour or two. So, yes, I had a friend of mine help me move some furniture the one day. And it happened to be in the bedroom to move some stuff. And he goes, you have like three empty beer bottles and a rocks glass on your nightstand. He goes, you go to bed with drinks? (laughs) He goes, you're a rock star. I'm like, no, really, I don't go to bed with drinking bed on purpose. I do it because 
Amanda's got to wake up early and I get home late. So I make you comfortable and cuddly and you know that I'm there. And yes, I do finish a beer in bed or finish a beer and a shot in bed while you're there. Uh-huh. And you go to sleep and whatnot. And I, honestly, I bet but you... But those aren't nights that we're fighting. Right. You're missing the point. Oh, nights we're fighting, I'm like, huh. Nights we're fighting, you just want to sleep on the couch so I go away. Uh, yes and no. <laughs> yes and no. Uh, also, remember, guys, when you get banned at a couch, it's kind of like camping and you get the big TV. That's absolutely nothing like camping. There's no TV at camping. Well, you're not your normal bed, and you have the big TV. It's kind of like camping. So, but no, honestly, open communication is where we need to be with this whole thing about marriage advice to younger people. Whether it be money issues, whether it be cleaning issues, whether it be the whole sleeping arrangements. So, at that aspect of it, other marriage advice, invite other married couples to your wedding because it's probably the one of the six nights a year, they get out and enjoy themselves. What? Yeah, invite other married couples to your wedding. Because once you're married... Yeah, we don't get invited to any weddings. No, because we're kind of still single. We're not, like, married married legally. Actually, I think it's just because I'm afraid that they think you'll drink too much and make an ass out of yourself. That's I think quite that's possible, why we, too. I think that's why we don't get invited to half the shit our friends do. It's probably because of you. Yep, I'm an asshole. So, <laughs> you know, whatevs. Or they also don't invite me because they figure I have to work that weekend. <laughs> and I'll go for the first option. No, I like to go for they know I have to work weekends. And they know that, like, you know, my week, my days off are, like, usually, like, Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday. And I work the rest of the days. So if you're a friend of ours, you can still invite me places, just on him. Yeah. Amanda's please invite more, me, please. Uh, Amanda's more than happy to go whenever she's... I sit on my ass most of the time during the weekend because I don't get invited anywhere. Right? Alrighty. Well, we are going to wrap this up because that was enough of us rambling on and... We're over in time now, so... Sorry for no commercial breaks, but not sorry. And yeah, also, sorry, not sorry. There's a lot of information you guys need to process right now. <laughs> yeah, so drop us a line. Check us out. Do whatever you need to do. And have some fun this weekend. Show us what you're doing. Definitely show us what you're doing and show us what we need to be doing. So we're going to see you... Uh, actually, we won't see you, but we'll talk to you next weekend's... Uh, enjoy it and look for some upcoming things from Bold Pittsburgh. Night, guys. Thanks for tuning in to us. Check us out at Bold PGH on Twitter, Bold Pittsburgh on Facebook and Instagram, and always at boldpgh.com. Listen to us always at theriversedgepgh.com or every Wednesday 
at 9 a.m. at the River's Edge radio station. Have a great weekend. Thank you.